You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to a, another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast, a Mother's Day episode. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Um, hope you had a very special day. I'm here. With my friend Tiny Sullivan. Hello. My name's John Long, just in case this is your first time ever listening. And we have some amazing stories for you this week. I have a couple of racy stories. You know, <laughs> okay. I have so many racy stories, <laughs> I can't save them for the Patreon, all of them. Which made you won't fit. Right. If if you're not in a Patreon, I I told some good stories last week. You know, <laughs> yes. I told some real good ones. Those are deep cuts. Some stories that even I was like, John, yeah. are you sure you want to tell that? <laughs> right. Yeah, but I say there's exclusive content in the for our Patreon listeners. If you're not a member. Uh, you might want to think about joining up. Yeah. No telling what I'll say this week. Or maybe if you're a police officer, <laughs> maybe you want to join up. I think statute of limitations is <laughs> out on all of that. I, I did some Googling before before we recorded just so I could make sure. So how about you? What kind of stories you got this week? Well, we have a alligator story. We have a California man. We don't get a lot of California men. No, yeah. Which stories. is surprising. It's, I mean, it's a big state. There's a lot of people who right. live there. So you would think there would be a lot more crazy stories out right. of California. We do have one this week. It probably just takes longer for the news to get all the way down here to Alabama. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> but you know who we haven't talked about in a long time? No. Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. Yes. Elon. Probably one of the first listeners of our podcast was <laughs> yes. Elon. He is a dad again. Okay. I just recently he had, he's got another kid. He's got another kid with a Canadian singer named Grimes. Okay, I don't. I know. I'm knowledge. not familiar with her. Now, with her music. We're in the Canadian sisterhood together. Grimes and I are. Oh, you know, right. Since I'm an honorary Canadian sister. Yeah. But I don't know of her personally. I mean, she's dating the real life Tony Stark. You would think yeah. that. What do you need to have a singing career for? <laughs> but I guess if you want to sing, like, you know, just because you're dating a rich guy don't mean you can't have your own career. That's it's true. very misogynistic of you to suggest that. <laughs> On <tiny>. your part. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm trying to shift the focus to you. <laughs> but if I was dating Elon Musk, I wouldn't be working at all. <laughs> right. Never. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, they had their they had a baby boy. Okay. And you know what his name is? I have no idea. Neither do I, because okay. I can't pronounce it. All right. <laughs> it's X and then some kind of A-E symbol, All right. which Grimes claimed stands for love, I believe. It's also like the name of her upcoming album. Oh, a little promotion with the baby name. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like and it. then A-12. Okay, A-12. Which, well, we'll get into it in the okay. article here. This comes from ClickOrlando.com. Oh. 
And uh, it just says Grimes explains the formulaic name on social media. When he first announced that this was going to be the baby's name, a lot of people, well, first of all, Twitter went crazy. Sure. And a lot of people were saying, hey, this is Elon Musk. It's probably a joke. So don't go crazy about it. Yeah. But then she decided to come online and explain where the name comes from. Okay. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk announced he and his girlfriend Grimes welcomed a baby boy earlier this week. Musk baby announcement was made in a simple tweet that said, mom and baby all good, seemingly welcoming the child on May 4th. I mean, and how perfect is it that you're, if you're Elon Musk and then your baby's born on May 4th. Right. Yeah. Star Wars day. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even get the connotation until you told me. Okay. I'm not a nerd. (laughs) Yeah. So you say. No, it's true. (laughs) See, a nerd would have picked up on that right away. I didn't I didn't even get it. Right. Further proof <laughs> that I'm not a nerd. Anyway, Twitter users flooded Musk with questions with one brave enough to ask the child's name. But it was Musk's answer that has people scratching their heads. X-A-E-A-12, Musk. X-A-E-A-12. But the Are a- they going to call him like John, you know, or something? <laughs> I mean, I'd call him Ox. (laughs) But anyway, as the Internet is trying to make sense of the formulaic name, others warn to take Musk answers in jest. Twitter users point to his choice in a photo for the child's social media debut. People still baffled at the newborn's name may have noticed that his mother, Canadian singer Grimes, shared her meaning on her Twitter page. X is the unknown variable. Okay. Just like we're sounding like algebra here. (laughs) And then... A-E, which is, uh, it's like, it's not an A and an E, but it looks like an A and E smooshed together. That is the elven spelling of I, which means love in elvish, or it's A-I as in artificial intelligence. Huh. Are you you with me? Do I need to slow down? I just just Googled it. (laughs) Yeah. And it says, uh, is it's, it's a character formed from the letters A and E, originally a lig- ligature representing the Latin diphthong A-E. So, okay. There you go. There you go. She don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what a diphthong is. It's uh, That's what girls wear to the beach. Everybody knows that, Tiny. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then A-12, and uh, I was actually familiar with this. Uh, that is the precursor to the SR-71, which is their favorite aircraft. Oh. No weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but nonviolent. And then, that's, you know, That's their favorite aircraft. The A-12 ox yeah, cart. right, yeah. yeah. That was the project name okay. that yeah. gave birth to the SR-71. Right. I've actually got... Because we have a rocket center here in in Alabama sure. in Huntsville. Yeah, I know, I know where I know exactly where it sits there too. Yeah, my favorite coffee mug is a big, huge coffee mug that's got an A twelve ox cart okay. on the on the side of it. And it says A twelve. So, well, I call Libby the Warthog because the A ten is my favorite aircraft. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, <laughs> brr, brr, right. And then she also says that uh, the A, which I'm I'm assuming this is in the A twelve. Uh, it could also stand for Archangel, which is her favorite song. Oh, okay. So. All right. Not a big Michael fan. <laughs> I, I mean, guess, right? I feel like we need a chalkboard to figure yeah. out this kid's name. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is way too complex. Know. You know? <laughs> First day of school is going to be difficult. <laughs> Very difficult for this kid. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? If your dad's a billionaire, 
Yeah, you're not going to school. Anyway, <laughs> name so it. I, you name it what you want to name yeah, me. I guess so. This is like when you have too much money type of action. You <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Like if you didn't have as much money, you would have named it something normal. Because yeah. he would have had to get a job one day. Right. You know. Upon further dissection, Grimes fan may recognize the AE symbol as the artist's latest album, which is titled 4AEM. Okay. I don't know what that means. Maybe she could draw spell that out for us, too. Yeah, I, don't even, I don't know what that is. And then it goes on. It says that, uh, indeed, the A-12 is an aircraft. Uh, it says that she broke it, though she broke it down for her fans, pronunciation for the Tesla Air's name is still in question. Kudos to Musk and Grimes for the creativity behind XAEA12, and congratulations on becoming new parents. Is kudos the right word there? I don't know. <laughs> My thing is, like, uh, how do you sit around and have the conversation with your significant other? Like, what, what's your favorite airplane? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, that's way on into That's like we've run out of everything else to talk about type conversation. I mean, it sounds like they came up with this kid's name while they were on the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. I mean, celebrities are notorious for naming their kids weird stuff. Right. But never anything that's not pronounceable. You know? <laughs> yes. like, like what uh, Frank Zappa named one of his kids Dweezel and another one. But you can say like Dweezel. Moon, yeah, that was named like Moonbeam or something like and that. And you can read Moonbeam yeah. on a list of names. Yeah, right. And Ahmad was another one. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is nothing new, but. Yeah, like when the teachers call and roll in, in first grade or whatever, they're going to look at that and be like, what is going on with this? You know, Am I being punked? Yeah, right. Is this a joke? That's <laughs> just wild. I just hope A12 has a little brother or sister whose name is in hieroglyphics. Yeah. You know, like Elon's supposed to be a genius, right? Yeah, he is a genius. Supposed to be. If you name your kid this, you're not a genius. Well, now, I don't know how many smart people you know in real life, John. I would like to think that you know a lot. I know several people that I would consider very, very smart. There's some people I know in real life who are very smart, way smarter than me, because, I mean, I'm not really that smart yeah, at all. No, no, Everything definitely. I know, I learned it from reading it on the internet <laughs> or watching it on a YouTube video. Sure, I'm right. not a smart person. But people I know who are smart, like there's people I know who are smart that have a lot of book sense, but they don't have that much common sense. Sure. True. So. True. But a smart guy, like a genius guy, would have yes. somebody to run this stuff through. Because you would you would identify with, hey, I, I don't have a lot of common sense. Now, I can send a car to outer space, and I can have a line <laughs> of satellites everybody wants to look at at night. Yeah. But... uh I don't necessarily know if a, I should wear a brown belt with black shoes. Let me ask Tom about that. <laughs> right. You know? And so that's one of these you run by Tom. Hey, Tom, I'm thinking of naming my kid A A E X 12 or whatever. <laughs> what do you think? And he's like, no, nah, maybe go with Alexander. Well, you know? I, this, let's not forget that he didn't come up with this name by himself. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. Now you why? Yeah, I was going to say, when you got a, well, a girlfriend, when you got a girlfriend oh, yeah. pumping you up. Married. I make her an yeah. honest woman, Elon. Come on. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing, man? Just shacking up here? Just make her an honest woman. You can draw up a prenup. You know, I can understand you got a billion dollars. You don't want somebody getting part of it if she right. decides to leave. But yeah, draw up a prenup. There's a lot of guys who have done a lot of dumb stuff For because they were trying to impress a girl. No, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. He's not new in that regard. <laughs> no, you know? no. And especially, it's tough when, and Deidre and I went through this a little bit 
when your wife is actually carrying the child Mm -hmm. for her to say, well, I want to name her or him, whatever, Joshua. And you're like, no, I don't like that. And she's like, well, I have the baby. It's inside of me. My body's changed. I'm sick in the morning, you know, and all that. It's hard to look at her and go, yeah, I don't want, I still, no, we're not going to do that. (laughs) You know, like I know you're making all these sacrifices and I'm just over here eating chips, but uh, we're not going to do that. Well, seeing as that, you know, we're not in public, but it's just me, you, and like 500 of our closest friends, I'll say, that is why my second son's name is Josiah. (laughs) Okay. I didn't like Josiah. I still today don't like Josiah. (laughs) It's kind of grown on me a little bit because the kid's been in my life for two and a half years. But I still wish his name was something different. I like Josiah. I wanted to name one of my boys Earl. I like Josiah as a person. <laughs> I like the name. I like his name. <laughs> I, I like the name because it's a good, like, you can call him Joe. Well, no, no. The, and this is my problem with the name Josiah. Okay. You cannot call him Joe. Why not? You can't call him Joe. You will never stop You can't me. call him Jojo. <laughs> You'll you never can't stop call me. him Cy. You have to, it has to be Josiah. <laughs> You'll never stop me. I'll call him what I want to. <laughs> you, hey, you know what? All More power to you. <laughs> but for me... I cannot call him Joe or Jojo. Yeah. Well, if I'm being honest, he gets called Jojo when his mom is not around. Sure. But if his mom is around, I have to call him Josiah and I get fussed at or yelled at if I don't. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, John, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'd call him I mean, Joe I under- all day long. I understand that she carried the baby, but sure. I had a hand in it, okay? Right. Now, I well, I'll say this. You know, Thomas, Thomas, I didn't want anybody calling him Tom or Tommy, mm-hmm. you know. Now, I have an Uncle Tommy who's a great man, right to death, super dude, uh, nothing really against the name Tommy, but Thomas was named after men that were named Thomas, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if we're going to honor them by naming this kid that, then we need to call him that, you know. I got that, but I still call, I've called Thomas T Money his whole life. You know, <laughs> yes. that's just my nickname. One of my nicknames, called Tiger too. Right. Thomas the Tiger. So, you know. Well, see, I think Tara comes from a family where they're far too proper for something as lowly as nicknames. Oh, yeah. That's not regal <laughs> enough. You call them by their given name. By their Christian name. Yeah, this coming from a dude named Tiny, all right? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, my mom named me John, so I was Long John my whole life. <laughs> right. Still am to yeah. a lot of people, you know, especially people I grew up with. That's just what they call me, Long John. It's like a built-in nickname. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't, I mean, I'm named after my grandfather and stuff. So it wasn't like she intentionally was like, well, let's name this guy after Thermalware, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, if you go back to the early Earth Oddity episodes, I used to call you Long John Long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a pirate. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know, I'll call, if you want me to call Josiah Jojo, I'll call him Jojo. You call him what you I'll want. I'll do it right in front of Tara. I'll look at her in the eyes. I was about to say, my grandmother, uh, she calls Josiah Jojo. Nice. Makes her so mad. <laughs> Tara be like, I just... <laughs> How dare she call him that in front of me? I'm going to die. Why don't we have to record an episode one day? It's like, this is the last episode of Earth Oddity because John won't quit calling my kid JoJo. <laughs> yeah. And like, like a little kid. Uh, you can't play with John no more. Yeah, with me anymore. <laughs> and then we, we're like we're podcasting behind her back. <laughs> Try to sneak one in every once in a while. <laughs> so, yeah, you better get into the Patreon now before that happens. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's do it. All right. Coronavirus still in the news. 
I don't know that we're ever going to get away from coronavirus. Has there ever been a story to just no. occupy the news no. wall to wall for over a month now? I don't know. Nothing like this, you know. Did but. we talk about Kennedy's assassination like this yeah. back in the 60s? I, I wasn't know. alive for that. Probably. Okay. That was a big one. <laughs> but uh, Also, murder hornets. I want to go on the record <laughs> before I get They don't this. scare me. I'm not afraid of murder hornets. <laughs> Did I talk about this last week? No. I've, I've said it several times online this week. I, anything I can kill with a newspaper, I'm not afraid of. All right? right. Like, everybody needs to calm down about the murder hornets. Yeah. I'm not worried about murder hornets. Who named them murder hornets? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, could we I call mean, it with a better name? Well, I tell you, I mean, it's impressive that you got that to stick. Right. I mean, well, murder hornets. When I was growing up, killer bees was a thing. I remember was, that. Oh, killer yeah. bees. Well, killer bees don't learn their lesson. They try to come <laughs> over here and invade America and they got told what was what and we don't hear nothing about killer bees anymore. Right. Same thing's going to happen to the murder hornets. Just wait. <laughs> They're going to get wait. murdered. Yeah, we'll murder them. I will <laughs> pop them things with a can of raid. I don't care. Well, anyways, back to coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I saw so, a meme that said... Uh, uh, next month, sniper monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> um, this article comes from Al Jazeera, which may get us kicked out of church. <laughs> fair and balanced. They're fair and balanced. Yes. <laughs> Tanzania has suspended the head of its national health laboratory in charge of coronavirus testing a day after President John Magafuli, maybe, questioned the accuracy of the test. Magafuli, who will here now, <laughs> here to four, be referred to as John, because we have the same name, uh, has consistently downplayed the effects of the virus and said on Sunday he had secretly had animals, fruits, and vehicle oil tested at the laboratory. A papaya, a quail, and a goat had been found to be positive, according to the president. He John. That's horrifying. Right. You mean the oil in my car can get coronavirus? It can, right? Oh, gosh. A papaya, too. I'm scared now. Yeah. yeah. Um, he cast doubt on the credibility of the laboratory equipment and technicians and questioned official data on the pandemic. The president called for an investigation in what he suspected is a dirty game in the laboratory, but did not say where the kits had been imported from. Hmm. The equipment or people may be compromised, and sometimes it can be sabotaged, John said in a speech. Opposition legislator Zito Cabwe, head of Alliance for Change and Transparency, defended Nyambura Moremi, the laboratory director. I got you. I should have read this beforehand. <laughs> I would have dropped this story like a heartbeat. Don't get heartbroken, by the way. Politics is interfering with technical issues, he wrote on Twitter. I trust you did your job professionally and will remain one of the best scientists in Tanzania. So, a 10-person committee has been formed to investigate the laboratory's operations, including its process of collecting and testing samples. The president also fired the head of the government's medical stores department, which is in charge of distributing medical supplies, uh, distributing medical supplies and equipment to the go to government hospitals, but gave no reason. The East African country, which announced its first case on March 16th, has recorded 480 cases of the virus and 16 deaths. So, mm -hmm. what we got going on here is your classic Trump versus the liberal media, <laughs> just in Tanzania here, right? Well, 
I mean, they said that the president's name was MAGA Fooly. That's true. He's a MAGA fool. That's true. Literally <laughs> translates to MAGA fool. I think he was very sly to be like, let's test these just crazy things right. and send them down there and see what see what happens, you know. But here's the question. Did these samples come back positive for COVID because of the left-wing New World Order sure. uh, the Illuminati. Conspir- right. Illuminati conspiracy? Yeah. Right. I like to throw everything under the Illuminati umbrella. <laughs> yes. Or did they come back positive because there's two guys working there like me and you who's like, no, everything's positive. <laughs> yeah. I'll just tell them it's all positive. Just, I ain't testing all these. I gotta, I gotta get back to my Instagram. I didn't even get lunch yesterday. I ain't <laughs> testing all these. Went up in here testing all this stuff. Yeah, positive, positive. Knows? It's right. all positive. But uh, he didn't pull any punches. He's like, well, if you're fired. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean. And uh, we'll, we, we'll send all these tests back or whatever, they're, and we're not doing it anymore. So if you're in Tanzania, good luck with your coronavirus. <laughs> yes. you know? And uh, But I also, like if you're testing goats, I thought livestock could get it. I know That's what, yeah, I thought, I thought yeah. so too. I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I saw an article where they said that cats could catch it. Oh, yeah. Because there was a bunch of people on the internet. Oh, no, the kitties are going to get it. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you're a cat hater. I know you don't care about that. But <laughs> for a cat lover like myself, <laughs> that is a little troubling. I'm not a cat hater. I'm just a cat disliker. Yeah, you don't like cats. It's fine. Not my favorite animals. You don't have to. You don't have to downplay it, Tiny. You know what I think? I really don't like about cats. Yeah. I hate that cats get to eat meat and they get absolutely no hate from like the vegans out there. <laughs> vegans leave them alone. They won't say nothing to the cats. Right. They got to be all up in my feed telling me I shouldn't be eating animals. We'll see. Uh, cats are really awesome because cats like can't turn off their predator instinct. Mm-hmm. For, there's no reason we yet to be able to domesticate it out of them we just made them smaller you know <laughs> right <laughs> so they don't kill us yeah and it's pretty amazing it's like they'll just hear something you know like every once in a while i'll look around and my cat's like caught a lizard or something and she mm-hmm. can't help it you know and my dog will just sit there and watch it you know i'm like man you used to be a wolf like generations ago <laughs> where's all that now i can't turn off my predator instincts either okay all right, Joe Biden. <laughs> Easy there, fella. <laughs> well, anyway, are we done? That's it. I mean, okay. Just a bunch of funny <laughs> names, and I thought it was kind of crazy that this dude had quail tested. And <laughs> that's know, funny. And I've still a promise I made to the listener: we'll never get a coronavirus test ever, <laughs> never. I'm still holding true to that. Well, John, let's talk about uh, California man. We don't talk about California man much, but the uh, California man jumps onto a wine truck, climbs underneath to drink from the valve while oh, wow. while going down the highway. Oh, wow. That's a pro gamer move. <laughs> yes. Wow. Talk about a full-bodied wine theft. A man from Modesto, California, was arrested after he repeat, after he reportedly jumped on a big rig transporting red wine, climbed underneath the moving truck to drink the wine from a valve at the bottom of a vehicle. Wow. I would imagine it would have a big valve on it. I'm thinking like a gas truck, you know, or something, well, right? I always hear the expression... Uh, Drinking water from a, it's like drinking water from a fire hose. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is yes. like drinking wine from a. I guess so. From an eighteen wheeler. Well, good for this dude. Uh, yeah, you know what? And I, this is just on me. I didn't know they transported wine like that. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I thought they just put it in boxes. <laughs> just bottle it all up there. <laughs> yeah. I think 
Yeah. I think the stuff that goes in boxes are what they're transporting. In the uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I got you. Yeah. That's your uh, wild Irish rose or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The man identified as Gabriel Moreno was driving in a sedan and convinced the driver of the truck to pull over by placing his hazard lights on. In a dash cam video taken by the Cherokee Freight Lines truck and shared by CBS Sacramento, the man is seen getting out of his car in his underwear and then running toward the truck. <laughs> Underwear makes it even better. <laughs> yes. You don't want to mess up his clothes. Wine will stain your clothes. <laughs> In another clip, the man is seen climbing on the back of the truck and then underneath it as it travels up Highway 99 through the Central Valley town. The truck driver reportedly noticed the tank losing fluids and he called the California Highway Patrol. No, he has no idea. There's a dude there drinking it all. Just getting drunk. <laughs> The highway patrol responded and discovered Marino holding onto the underbelly of the truck, drinking the red wine pouring out from the tanker. <laughs> About a thousand gallons of wine were lost on the freeway. Wow. CBS Sacramento reported. Uh, Moreno was arrested by the Modesto CHP. Wow. I mean, you got hats off to this guy, you know. That's a story he can tell for the rest of his life. That's a great story. Um. I wonder if the liquor stores are shut down in California, you know? I like, thought they were essential. Well, they are here. I don't know about California. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, if that was the case, then he just may have had to get his <laughs> Talk about your unintended side, side, <laughs> That's right. yeah, we don't side effects. About, we don't think about unintended consequences yes. like we should. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, very daring. You I know? know. And to be in your underwear is a... Uh, that's a smart a move. Yeah. <laughs> smart. It is smart. Now you got to go to jail in your underwear. <laughs> and that's not ideal. Smelling like wine. Yeah. Smelling like wine. I mean, you got to be boozed up. You know? Like if a thousand gallons hits you in the face, you're at least getting a, a gallon in, down your gullet. Right? Right. At least. More than that, probably. Well, he didn't get his fill and leave. Yeah. <laughs> like when the yes. when the cops showed up, he was still there drinking it. It's not like he tried to run her off in circles or something. Yeah. That's wild. Man. That's really crazy. What? What's that sound? Do you hear it? Is it the ghost that haunt this hallowed ground? Could be. I don't know what it is. I, oh, well. I mean, there is a cemetery just right outside that That's window. That's true. Very true. Uh, the youth, they play volleyball there on Friday uh, nights when there's not a pandemic. But yeah, I mean, I was like, dude, is, is there not a better way for you to get some wine? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, I appreciate him testing this theory out now <laughs> so there will be copycat crimes all over the place if they carried beer like that there would be alabama man stories <laughs> i'd say yeah. the reason we haven't they must not carry beer like this because right. this story would happen on a weekly basis <laughs> here if that right. was the case exactly well we just hadn't figured it out yet maybe know? that's it we think it's milk you know they carry milk like that yeah they do well um the next couple of stories i have are Somewhat a little spicy. Yeah, spicy. So just let that be a warning to you if you're homeschooling and listening to this in the background, which you should have your children taken away if you're doing that anyways. <laughs> uh, this is just the English mistakes we make alone will damage your children. This show is rated T for teen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't let my teen listen to it. <laughs> Not at all. I have a very... I have a very strict policy, which is I will always tell my kids the truth. 
except for Santa, because I was forced to lie about Santa. With my wife. <laughs> but I will not volunteer any information that's not asked from me unless right. it's pertinent to the situation. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's, that's why I don't. I've, I've told a few stories, <laughs> and I'm probably not going to tell more stories uh, during the normal show. Although this one kind of goes in line with the story I told in the Patreon. If you want to check that out, you can subscribe to it at patreon.com slash Earth Oddity. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's right. Oregon Strip Club pivots to preparing food and its dancers deliver. So a strip club in Portland, Oregon, shout out to my cousins who live out there, has found a novel way to stay afloat during the global pandemic. The Lucky Devil Lounge. Great name. I like that name. <laughs> Lucky Devil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go down to Lucky Devil tonight, Tiny. <laughs> uh, transformed itself into Lucky Devil Eats, which has dancers deliver food and food to go-go. <laughs> a drive-up service where takeout orders come with an in-car experience that includes performances, music, and lights under canopies. Tell me it's chicken wings. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> After closing in March under stay-at-home orders, owner Sean Bolden decided on March 17th to transform, that was St. Patrick's Day, by the way, to transform the business, and two dancers would be accompanied by a driver for security and deliver food prepared on site. Oh, so uh, this his idea for this business was uh, they come to your house yeah. and cook it at your house. Well, they... They, I think they prepare it there and then they deliver it. Okay. Now you can, you you don't know, but you can order a stripper to come to your house. Right. Yeah. A little more well dependent. It could be. I've expensive. never heard of that. I've never heard of that in my life, John. Yeah. yeah. Have I told you about a bachelor party? <laughs> you have. Okay. All right. That's a bizarre story. <laughs> Save it for I the might, Patreon. I get into that one on the Patreon. That's a. I can't believe I didn't tell it last week. It's very topical. Uh, <laughs> When quarantine shutdown started happening, I was very anxious about my future and my financial security with my family, said one dancer, L. Stranger. Her name is <laughs> L. Stranger. I feel like you could do a little better than that. Yeah, come on. Come on. Mercedes is standard. Yeah. yeah. There was probably already a Mercedes, maybe a Lexus there, too. But I was about to say, there's no shortage of luxury cars. No, you can be yeah. Ferrari. Oh, well, Diamond, Emerald, Sapphire. Those yes. are all jewels are big in the strip club <laughs> name game. Just, you know. Jade. Yeah, Jade. Oh, of course. You get a ruby in there every once in a while. Aquamarine is is a little weird, but it's not terrible. <laughs> I don't it's know. better than L Stranger. Yeah, Aquamarine's a mouthful, though. <laughs> it know, is for the DJ to say like, <laughs> "Now welcome Aquamarine to the main stage." It just seems a little much. Anyways, she is the sole caregiver for my small family. She said, "But I was lucky. I've been really lucky to pivot. The operation evolved to include takeout with dancers entertaining customers as they drive slowly." through the lounge's disco-lit parking lot before getting their food to go. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a strip club experience. Yeah. Like a car wash. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it feels really, really good to socialize, even from a distance, Stranger said. Um, Bolden, the owner, said he wanted to replicate some of the club's indoor experiences without being too levacious. Lo- uh, there's no nudity, Bolden said. We wanted people to be able to take photos and videos and share the stories um, on their stories, uh, too, because it's just going to be a fun thing. Hmm. 
Lucky Devil is ineligible for federal coronavirus relief because it's an adult business, he said, but he found a way to keep it going. I don't like to see them discriminate yeah. against adult businesses. They pay taxes in like the rest of us, right? Yeah, I mean. Probably at a larger rate because of <laughs> sin ta- local sin taxes yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. The main service that we're providing with this food is food delivery, and it's a little bit of fun, a little bit of hope, and a little bit of just entertainment at our doorstep, Bolden said. Okay, that was written by a promo guy. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, if you're in the strip club business, you've been promoing That's true. for a long time. Yes. You got that part down. Which, you don't have to market strip clubs that much, at least around here. There's not a ton <laughs> of them. Yeah. Well, you don't want too much attention. Yeah, true. Yeah, you <laughs> not around here anyway. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. That's... You specifically want to cater to the truckers yeah. <laughs> on the state line. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, up the big chicken. You know that one up there? Yeah. On 65? Never been there, but I've been by there. I've been in there before once. <laughs> <laughs> once. on my way to Nashville. Yeah, I just had to see what it was like. Not the worst one I've been in before. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think this guy's – this is uh, American entrepreneurship at its best. He's like, well, I can't make money doing this, so let's make money doing it a different way. <laughs> the world still has plenty of suckers. Yeah. I can yeah. get that money. And lonely men. <laughs> that's true. And lonely men tend to be suckers when it comes to women. Yep, that's for true. Sure. But – I mean, if you could get a ribeye delivered to you and a little dance show, would you not do it? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do either it. because I'm married. I, <laughs> I know love better. my wife. Yeah. I love my wife. There's no way I would participate. Not at, not even if I knew she would never find out. That's right. Because our bond is unbreakable. Even though I know she'll never listen to this podcast. That's right. She could. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> But I would never do that. No, never. No. I would date her dances when I ask her to. Anyways, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll just bring home a stack of ones. We'll just play, you know, pretend. <laughs> yeah. Put them right in there in the side of her old granny panties. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, my next story is a little dark. Okay. Not spicy, but a dark. A little dark. Okay. I mean, we, we try not to go super dark on this show, but no. I just couldn't resist this one. All right. This is about a woman who was unfortunately killed by an alligator. Oh. While she was doing a homeowner's nails. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, know. This is bizarre. <laughs> you, you Okay, you think it's bizarre now. Yeah. Like to remind you, the name of the show is Earth Oddity. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's fixing to take a serious <laughs> turn for the bizarre. Yeah, well, this is on... I don't understand how it happened. If you're coming <laughs> to do nails, how do you get attacked by an alligator? Well, here we go. Okay. Throughout the coronavirus outbreak, many have resorted to at-home salon services as non-essential businesses have closed. A woman in South Carolina was attacked and killed by an alligator in a gated community while attempting to do the homeowner's nails on Friday. Was it a pet? (laughs) Well, I I don't think it was a pet, but it's one of these that's, you know, just... In a pond, oh, ar- yeah. so around like, a residential oh, yeah. area. Or Big Ed, whatever yeah, they got yeah. a name for it. Yeah, okay. And then, you know, there's usually some soccer mom that feeds a chicken. Yes, oh, yeah. And then next thing you know, it's like attacked and <laughs> killed the lady trying to do your nails. Eating pets around the neighborhood. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Authorities say 58-year-old Cynthia Covert was trying to touch the alligator when it grabbed her. She, okay, well, she deserved to die, she, right? I mean... Let's just agree on this before you go any farther. She deserved to die. It's not a nice thing to say, but if she hadn't been trying to pet the yeah, alligator, right. 
It would not have been yeah. able to grab it. If you try to pet an alligator, you uh, death is one of the options. <laughs> yes. And if you get death, that's just what you get. And you, how do you not know that yeah. petting an alligator is not a good idea? Yeah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I mean, if I'm if I'm going to pet an alligator, it's because I have an audience of people at some roadside attraction paying me money to do it, and his mouth is duct taped up. Yes, I will. That's another promise to the listener. I will never <laughs> pet an alligator that's not taped up. Also, in this scenario, every single night when I come home and sit down at the dinner table to eat, I'm thinking, what can I do besides wrestle alligators right. for a living? Yes. <laughs> She was able to briefly get out of the animal's grip and stood in waist-deep water in the Kawa Island Pond. So she's got out in the water trying she, to touch She it. waded out into the water. Oh, you went on home Which is the on. alligator's territory to I'm, pet this alligator. I'm I'm not upset about it. I don't think this is, I think this is a hilarious story. I'm glad this lady's out of the gene pool. I mean, well, I mean, did she think that this was... Uh, I don't know. What's the alligator's name from... Uh, Princess and the Frog? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't either. What is? I don't think I've seen Princess and the Frog. Is it worth Googling? I was thinking the alligator from Billy Madison. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, he hated the guy's hand. <laughs> oh, uh, from Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. That's yeah, right. I don't yeah. think he had a name, but yeah. he ate Tubbs' hand. Yes. <laughs> it's probably not worth Why am I Googling this? Let's see. Because we've already thought about it. Lewis was his name. Lewis. Did you think this was Lewis from Princess and the Frog? <laughs> I have no idea. He just wanted to play jazz music. <laughs> anyway, uh, she told the homeowner, quote, I guess I won't do that again. End quote. <laughs> she got loose and they were like, ha ha, I guess I won't do that again. I, I, that wasn't a good idea. I, should, I, I guess I'll never do that again. But then the alligator grabbed her in its jaws and took her under, according to police reports. Covert died of drowning before Charleston County deputies and firefighters were able to shoot and kill the alligator. They used poles to get her out of the pond. The homeowner told deputies Covert was professional in her salon, but was relaxed and excited at her home. She also said Covert brought wine with her okay. and that she had been drinking throughout her visit. Okay, there you go. There's the story right there. <laughs> While working on the porch, Covert saw the alligator and took photos of it. The woman and her husband that live at the residence screamed for her to get away from the alligator as they saw it grab a deer just a few days prior. According to the report, Covert said, well, I don't look like a deer. And then she reached out to touch the animal. And that's when it attacked. Oh, had one too many glasses of wine. I mean, they don't just eat deer. They eat anything. anything right. <laughs> yes. The husband and neighbor threw Covert a rope, and she was able to stand in the pond, but after saying that she wouldn't do it again, she was pulled under. Mm. Deputies and firefighters searched for Colvert for Colvert for 10 minutes before her body surfaced. When the alligator surfaced again, they shot the animal in the head with a 9mm handgun. Okay. Probably a Glock 19. <laughs> Maybe it was, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> While Covert's legs were severely damaged, an autopsy determined she drowned, the Charleston County Coroner's Office said. In the past four years, three people have been killed by alligators in South Carolina, so she's joined a very elite group here. Yes. Kiwa Island's Mayor Craig Weaver called her death a terrible tragedy. We live closely with nature on this island, and alligator-caused death is exceedingly rare and has not happened on our island before, to my knowledge, Weaver said in a statement Sunday. 
We know that we must act responsibly and with care around these animals. Consequently, it will be important to know and to share with the community the facts and circumstances from this tragedy so that we can avoid experiencing anything like this again, Weaver said. Before 2016, the state did not have any alligator-related deaths. Alligators are making a big comeback. Well, I mean, they're making a comeback. And do people just, do they want to touch them now? Do they want to harass them? No idea. Well, what you got right here is a lady that had too much wine. She's trying to get something for her Facebook, Instagram pictures, getting out there close to it. And she may have been watching too many Disney movies. Maybe so. I've probably watched a few of uh, Swamp People, too. You know? <laughs> well, you know, I've watched a lot of Swamp People. I've they never seen them. anyone on that show trying to pet an alligator. No, no, they kill them. They want to put a rope around his head and shoot it with a twenty two mag. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I don't, I I don't feel bad for this lady. Like you, <laughs> you did this to yourself. I feel bad for her family. You know I can't she, say that when she got loose and turned around, like oh, I'll never do that again, and all that. She, well, she was right. Yeah, she won't <laughs> ever do it again. But then it like grabbed her by the leg and pulled her on her. For those few moments, she was probably like, "Man, this is a big mistake." You know, <laughs> I should have listened to yeah. the lady whose nails I was working on. Right. How I wish I was working on nails right and now. And now you know that lady sitting there with half a manicure, just watch somebody <laughs> get killed. You know, a horrible day for her. Uh-huh. You're not going to get a refund. Right. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> so mean. Golly. Bottom line, don't drink and do nails. All right? <laughs> this is what happens. That's the lesson we're taking from right. this. This is what happens when you drink and do nails. Okay. <laughs> I would like to also add that uh, alligators, really any wild animal, they're, they're not your friend. No, yeah, no. They are a wild animal, yes, and they are out to survive. Yeah, you don't you don't mess with wild animals. No, yeah, unless you know you can win. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, definitely an alligator. You I know, know. <laughs> definitely an alligator. Indefinitely. How about this? Definitely not an alligator in the water. Right. Yeah. At least <laughs> get it on land. Yes. You might have a shot. I think they run pretty fast in short bursts. But in short bursts. Yeah. But if you got a 40 time, it's pretty good. You can probably get away from it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think lateral movement has got too good, but straight line speed is pretty good. Or, you know, watching, you know, Steve Irwin, old reruns of Steve yeah. Irwin, you can maybe get on the back of it. Yeah. Or you can, you know, what is it, what he would do? He would like take a, a limb or something and put it in his mouth and then it thinks it's got the arms. Yes, right. Maybe you can outsmart him, but don't, don't. I would just advise. Just don't avoiding, mess with them. Yeah, let's avoid, as a general policy, let's avoid alligators. Yes. All of us. We can't afford to lose any listeners. All mm-hmm. right? So y'all stay away from alligators. And Princess and the Frog is a fictional movie. Okay. I have never read a single report of an alligator playing jazz music. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on to another lady who had some problems, okay? It's from the New York Post. Gator problems? No, no. A woman was arrested after calling the cops to report fire in her crotch. <laughs> okay. That is a problem. This is what she looks like. You can <laughs> check the show notes if you're listening. Not surprised, honestly. <laughs> An Ohio woman was placed. Ohio is the Florida of the North. <laughs> of the North. Yeah. Yes. No offense. We got a lot of listeners up in Ohio. <laughs> no offense. Like, we're from the South. I know how it is, you know. <laughs> right. Like, it's fine. We're not talking down to you. No, yeah. Y'all but, are on our level. But don't think you're not on <laughs> yeah, our level. Right. Yeah, we're the same. You know? <laughs> yes. We're just separated by harsh winters and, you know, you guys, your football team's not as good as you think it is. But other than that, you know, it's great. <laughs> 
Uh, an Ohio woman was placed under arrest after reportedly calling 911 to ask for help extinguishing a fire in her crotch. <laughs> oh, dang. Katrina Morgan, who was 50, too old to be doing this, <laughs> called the cops in Port Clinton about 10 p.m. Sunday to allegedly falsely report her, I can't say this word, her privates were ablaze. Got you. Uh-huh. Morgan asked the cops if the fire department's hose is working and said, (laughs) (laughs) I need somebody to come out, come put it out with their hose, according to the outlet. Okay, this was a crank call, right? (laughs) I don't think so. Police (laughs) arrived to find Morgan at her friend's home where she and others had been drinking. So Uh. cops moved to arrest Morgan for false reports uh, and disturbing disturbing police operations according to the newspaper morgan became agitated and yelled at the officers and she resisted arrest only relenting when an officer threatened her with a stun gun um so don't tase me bro that's right she faces all those charges and her friends during police questioning denied seeing morgan on the phone the news herald reported that's what i would have said to you yeah i'm not getting an accessory charge or anything (laughs) so anyways firemen out there be interested to hear if you've ever had a call like this, you know? <laughs> call into the show and let us know. Yeah. Probably a better way to find a guy to help with that, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, surely she didn't think this was going to work, right? Yeah, I, I don't know, you know? This was just a fun thing to do at a party. So, like, hey, this boy, I will call a 911. <laughs> if there had been an alligator there, she would have touched it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you. That's the type of lady that would do something like that. Oh, gracious. <laughs> No, anyways, another word to the wise. Don't play around on 911. They don't really like it when you do that. <laughs> no. No, I accidentally called it one time, and they came out and saw me. That's worse than not wearing your mask in Publix. <laughs> and I, I was talking about Publix, the grocery store, not public. In general. In case anyone thought I was being an idiot. I went to Publix the other day, and nobody, uh, Publix, and nobody <laughs> said anything to me for not having one on. <laughs> What's his name in Center Sunday School class? Nick? No, yeah, Nick. Nick. He was there. He had one on. I guess they're making them wear them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He was like, you gentlemen need some help with me and Hudson. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, who? And I, well, that's Nick because he had his mask on. I didn't recognize him <laughs> yes. right, right away. Who's this ninja? Yeah, I was like, who's this dude hollering at me, man? Leave me alone. I'm at the grocery store, dude. <laughs> Speaking of uh, crotch on fire, do we have a Cajun Curl ad? You know we do. Which, by the way, I had Cajun Curl tonight on my potato soup that I had. Nice. Yeah. Found a three-year-old frozen bag of soup from Roly-Poly. I thawed it out and we ate it tonight for dinner. <laughs> Where'd you find it? In my deep freeze. <laughs> deep in the freeze. It was, well, the deep freeze has been at my parents' house since okay. we moved. And we gave it to Deidre's parents because they needed it. We don't really need it because we, we're rich and we have a garage fridge now. Right. And uh, and so we went to clean the stuff out of it. I was like, well, hey, here's some roly-poly soup. We'll eat so, this for supper. That's right. All right. So we want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. Dot com. Dot com. Uh, yeah, if you have your AOL free trial disc, just slide <laughs> that in. Navigate over to CajunCurl.com. 
It was created on El Bayou, on the El Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well on chicken, beef, pork, gators, if you didn't know, since they <laughs> shot one, all of our South Carolina listeners. Uh, or maybe if you're a gator, yeah, Cajun Curl might go on your <laughs> you're really well on human as well. <laughs> yeah. And anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to invite the fireman over <laughs> to put out the fire in your crotch with their hose, whip up a batch of homemade Cajun Curl potato chips, and they'll be more inclined to help you out, I would think. You may get off with a warning. Yeah, you might. You might. Uh, on the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Mountain Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally in the Tuscaloosa and Northport area, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and Piggly Wiggly in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Linen Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. All right, John, what do you say we go to the phones? Let's go to the phones. We went like two years and nobody ever called <laughs> the phone. And now we got calls every week. Love it's it. great. I love it. I love it. Yep. This first one might just be a silence again. Okay. So. <laughs> well, we get one of those every week. Well, you know, that's all right. That was it. <laughs> okay. Good deal. <laughs> a little bit of stage fright. <laughs> but uh, that person called back. I'm thanking you for doing that podcast thing. Listen to you guys while I work chores and network. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Glad we can help entertain you. Yes, we do the podcast. We are so glad that you listen to us while you work. Absolutely. Tell somebody else, you know, while you're working. Yeah. And then, of course, we got our weekly update All right. from our favorite Canadian, John's sister. That's right. Uh, Jacqueline. Hi, John and Tiny. It's Jacqueline. Um, creepy Jacqueline, Canadian Jacqueline, Canuck Jacqueline. I don't care. Whatever you want to call me is fine. Um, there's just one C word that I would appreciate you not calling me, and uh, I'm not going to say what that word is on air, but uh, you can text me if you can't figure it out on your own, because I know you're Baptist and you may not be familiar with what word I'm speaking of. Christian? <laughs> is it Christian? <laughs> no, she said she's Catholic, so no, okay, that can't all right. be it. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'm, uh, I try not to use this kind of language on the show. But she may be using. I mean, she may be saying the B word. Ah, and of course, in my family, that's but. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely said C word. <laughs> oh, okay, but C I, word. I don't use foul language, so yeah, I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> no. I only use that kind of language on Friday nights. <laughs> 
I only do when I'm upset, <laughs> which is literally like 20%, maybe 30% of every day. So. <laughs> Anyways, um, I might be getting in under the wire. It's Saturday afternoon here. Aside from my, uh, my usual weekly um, chores, you know, work, um, plotting world domination and injecting bleach, this week we've also uh, started building our house. So building your dream home during a pandemic, not as easy as you would think. Speaking of which, um, the masks that you were talking about, how you refuse to wear masks. I have a colleague who has uh, daughters that are 8 and 11, and apparently masks are the new cool fashion accessory. The ones that you get with the cloths that are all either fancy or make you look like Sub-Zero. Uh, apparently those are the new in thing, at least where I live. Um... I have come up with a few drag names that I thought were appropriate, uh, just going on before um, the, the RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, there's two that I've come up with for myself, uh, if I ever do decide to do drag. Uh, Pam Demet would Ooh. be one. Uh, <laughs> and also uh, Pandemic Curve. That's okay. uh, my two titles <laughs> I'm going between right now for my drag name. Uh, and finally... Um, Ironically, there is no word in the English language for people who create new words. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. We've That's been over 100% this. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that word is us. You know? 100% wrong. Wait a minute. If there's nobody who comes up with words, well, then where do new words come exactly from? Exactly right. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> So I know you guys want to, you know, have a title, and I want to have a title to bestow upon you for your creation of new words, but uh, there's there's a bunch of options out there. Some of them are uh, Lexicographer. My drag name would be Lexicographer. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. I like that one. Which is the Urban Dictionary definition, Lexicographer. Uh, also, there are words like neologist and simply word maker. So uh, the fact that there is no word for this is, is maybe you guys need to come up with one. Just saying. Uh, anyway, listen, of course, listen to the show elite, but uh, it was still great. And I still had a great time listening to it. Um, five stars as always. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. Yeah, really. She's a bright spot every week. She yeah. really is. Makes me feel a little bit better about myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think wordsmith, right? <laughs> right. That's that's what you got to be, a wordsmith. I mm-hmm. mean, I know that's already a term, but if we're making up words, we could just adopt other terms, too. So yeah. I, I'm a wordsmith. I'm a lexicographer. <laughs> lexicographer. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, I like it. And so I guess it, I guess Canuck is not a slur since she threw that in there. Fortunately not. Yeah. Which I figured it wasn't because they have a hockey team in Vancouver named that. Right. Love hockey, by the way. Have you ever been to a hockey game? I have been to a hockey game, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, I, hockey is one of those games I feel like I could get into it more yeah. if we had a uh, – if it was like just bigger in our right. culture here, yeah. you know, it well, is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, they've uh, they've tried. You know, like Nashville has a team, and mm-hmm. the pre- were they the Predators? Yeah, does Atlanta still have a team? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I, and I think there's Tampa Bay. So they've tried to move it more 
Sal. Yeah. Well, but, but I mean, good luck finding a jersey, you know. <laughs> Well, I think if you can't go into a truck stop and buy you a net back trucker hat with right. a logo on it, I think it's not going to get a lot of traction. I've always thought Birmingham would be a good place to put a hockey team because we don't have any professional sports in Alabama. I thought they and didn't they have a, I thought they had a, a, a minor, minor league, yeah, yeah they had a minor Bulls, league team yeah yeah because uh, that well that's that's the game I went to <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. I, I went to a few of those too man we used to get ripped at them it was so fun <laughs> but. uh but yeah, I think that Birmingham would be the perfect place to put a hockey team in the South because we don't have anything to do and uh, we don't have any other pro sports. The only thing you're competing against is Alabama and Auburn during football season. But other than that, man, so see if you can call some people up there, Jack. I assume Jacqueline knows everybody <laughs> in Canada. If everyone in Canada don't know Jacqueline, they yeah. should. Right. Because she is a gem yeah. of a human. And good luck on building your house. I know that's a very extensive and stressful process at times. But so. can also be very exciting yeah, and right. very rewarding when it's sure. finished. So yeah. I, I will never. That's another promise I make to the listeners. I will never build my house, ever. I will buy it after it is built. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I guess that about does it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We got an email from Monica, but oh. she asked me not to read it on air. Oh, so okay. It's Top secret, but I would like to tell Monica my email app. Something's messed up with it. I can't get into it anymore. Well, well get, I can get into it, but it won't update. It. Okay, so we'll get it worked out. Yeah, no worries. But with that said, I would like to tell Monica that the goose flies at midnight. Okay, message received. All right. Well, hippie Monica, I have no idea <laughs> what your email says, but I just wanted to say thanks for listening and interacting with us. Yes. And tell anybody that is cool. Mm-hmm. Nobody that's on the other side to listen to us. Because I got a lot of skeletons I don't need found out about <laughs> in here. Well, John, before we sign off, I would like to thank all of our patrons okay, yeah. for donating to the show. Huge groups growing. And if you want to hear some juicy John stories, <laughs> that's the place you need to get into it. I've been very PG on all my other stories. But I would like to especially thank Mr. Chris Tipton, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mr. Brandon White, and a new patron, Uh-oh. Mr. Todd Glover. Okay, all right. You are the fantastic four yeah. of Earth Oddity. Todd. We thank you so much for yeah. donating at the 10 and above tier on Patreon.com. Todd, Arkansas's favorite son, Todd Glover. <laughs> He's a great dude. Yeah. Love him, man. So thanks for joining up, everybody who has. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh Stick around because you'll have some more show. All you other losers don't get anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I bet y'all feel dumb. Also, if we owe you a sticker, they are coming. I'm actually waiting on a letter or on a, on a package that I'm getting from Mr. JD. Ah. He had us some uh, stickers made up with like our uh, Instagram tag. Okay. And I was going to slip those in some envelopes and send nice. those out along with them. So. Okay, cool. I saw some stuff JD was doing on Instagram too. Yeah, he bought a uh, 3D printer. Right. Yeah. And apparently those things are super duper awesome. Yeah. Wish I was smart enough to use one. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. He's doing all kinds of I stuff. I can't even with get my it. printer, regular printer at the house to work. So. <laughs> it's always out of ink. <laughs> no, I put new ink in it, man. You put new ink in it, you print off three pages and then it wants another cartridge. I mean, it, it just spits out blank pages. I don't know what's up with it. If you're listening and you're in the tor- North, North Florida area, uh, and you know about printers, get up with me, yeah. you know, because uh, I need some help with it. I can't get it to work. Well, do you have anything else? Nope, nope. Just thanks to everybody who listened. Um, mom, I love you. Thanks for being the best mom in the world. There's going to be a lot of 
Hey, I have, uh, you know, people saying they have the best mom in the world tomorrow <laughs> uh, as we record this. And they're all wrong because you are the best mom. So, yes. Yeah. And would you like to tease the Patreon extension at all? Sure. I want to tease an extension. That's <laughs> one of my favorite things to do. I've been teasing extensions since I was a kid. <laughs> so, like where I'm at. That's, that's part of who I am. I'm going to talk about UFOs. Okay. I'm what gonna, are you going to talk about? I'm going to talk about a professional athlete getting caught in a compromising situation. Okay. That yeah. happens. And yeah, they're always does. fun to talk about. Sure. Yeah. Always <laughs> fun. Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all. Yep. If you would like to email into the show, you can get us. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. That's right. If you would like to tweet at us, active on Twitter, we are underscore earthoddity on Twitter. Try to find me. You can't do it, though. No. Can't. I had not had a new follower in a long time. <laughs> we occasionally like to post show art, pictures, and maybe even a few coffin dancer memes on yep. Instagram. I got one still in the holster, but it got shared <laughs> on Facebook. You can check those out at underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Right. But the best way to contact us is our phone number. What's that phone number, John? 662-493-2059. And... Just like a Elon Musk kid, <laughs> you can dial. What was it? We be okay. No AI. <laughs> no we AI. be okay. Yeah, with a zero, with zero for the O and a Y on the end. <laughs> we hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network.